What's good, y'all? It's Tease, and welcome back to another episode of Ranting's No Rest. It's mine. I don't like that reverb. Um, I'm here right now with my aunt. You want to be Miss Cooper, or you want to be Catherine? I call her Catherine, but whatever. She's my auntie. Say hello. Hello, how you doing today? <laughs> So, you've known me all of my life, right? Oh, yeah. You won't fold your bone. <laughs> you did, actually, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in the womb and all that good stuff. Yes. Are you comfortable holding the mic? Yes. You ain't got an answer like that. Man. You can talk <laughs> regularly. I'm, I'm talking regularly. This is the way I talk. You're trying to sign out professional. You no, this is the way. This just the way I talk when I'm in church or anywhere else. You know, that's the way I talk. You're right. You do speak proper then, but I want the country you because you be having me cracking up. So I want my audience to hear the country version of you. I told a story about you last night. How when we were talking and that big old thunder happened. Oh. And you told me you better try to be quiet in the house now. <laughs> oh yeah, be quiet. That thing had me dying. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. yeah. When that lightning struck through you, that made me thought about long years ago. We was in the house getting ready to go out, and that lightning struck through there. We forgot about going out. We all just took all our clothes and sat down and be quiet. (laughs) Because my great aunt, your auntie, she taught us that. You oh, play yeah. by that thunder and lightning, you be quiet. She be quiet. She cover up her head, get in the bed. And hide and everything. Yes, and out of wood. Yes, goodness. <laughs> what? I don't even know what number child you would be. Me? Yeah. Because it was like, it was 11 of y'all. Mm-hmm. I have four, four sisters older than me and one brother. And one brother. So you the sixth child? Sixth child. Okay. And I had uh uh what? one sister and four brothers under me. That's five more. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you the sixth child. Six child. Technically you're the middle child. I'm the middle child of all of them. Yeah, that's cool. And I know you were the youngest next to mom. Mama was the baby. You were the next girl to her. Now, I know you she was the next girl to me. She was the last girl. Yeah, yeah. I was the last girl for years. And then the baby, she was the last girl. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, but you were just nine years older than her, right? Going on, nine, going on ten years. Almost nine and some. Almost nine and some change? Mm-hmm. That is a, so. What was that like? Like growing up with so many siblings? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was very much fun. You never was alone. Right. You always had a friend. You always had somebody to play with. Play with somebody mm-hmm. to get in trouble with. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> uh, that's somebody. why I don't like being alone now because you never was alone. Yeah. Yeah. And. I don't have siblings, but you know how I am. I hate being alone. Living mm-hmm. in the house by myself, killing me, child. Because um, I never really lived alone. I always had mama. Mm-hmm. 
And we always had, <laughs> and we even stayed with you for a while. Yeah, so. always. We was close-knit family. Yeah. We was, you know, always be with each other. Yeah. And that's a good way to be. A family, a close family is a good family. It is, it is. Because if you were close, we always vibed with each other. And we watch out for each other. But now, the family is not like that. The family gets something, they'll walk on away from the other one and don't share it. But that is a bad way to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it don't have to be your sister or your brother. It could be your first cousin. It could be your second cousin. It's if you're close, just yeah. as a family. Yeah. Yeah. Now people don't even know their family. Some people don't even know their first cousins. That is true. That is true. And that is a bad way to be. Because your children might marry your first cousin children. And that is a bad way to be. Yeah. that, that They go away to college and like, go away. With my dad's side. Because mm -hmm. I don't really know his people like that. Mm -hmm. That's a bad way to be. A bad way not to know your family. But us, I mean, pretty much everybody kind of know everybody. On your mother's side. I'm, yeah, um, I'm, that's why I say us, uh, like, yeah, on yeah. my mama's side. On your mother's side, you know everybody. Yeah. But one thing about my baby, he know mother and father's side. Yes, yes, he does have that luxury. He he, he, he did that. He, he, close to his, he was close to his mama, to my sister's, and he's close to his daddy's sister's. And brothers too, yeah, but yeah. mostly sisters. Yeah, mm -hmm. because yeah. they would come and stay with you a lot too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm the only sister love that they stayed with. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They must have liked you. <laughs> well, I'm the lack of a person. <laughs> you are. I love you to death. Oh my god. <laughs> and so, it's but it's good to be able to get along with people. I always enjoyed getting along with people and helping people and motivating motivating people yeah. to do things. Yeah, yeah. I always and I try to help them to do. I always try to tell them to do what right. Yeah, that's really kind of why I started doing the podcast because mm -hmm. I needed motivation and mm -hmm. also I wanted to help motivate with other, other people. people. Because grief is a is a thing to go through. It's, it's a real very, hard thing. It's very hard because yeah. see, I have went through it. I went through it when I was very young. Yeah, you lost your mom at a young yeah. age. Mm-hmm. At a very young age, and so, and when you do that, if you got family, you're supposed to get close to. And we did. You stick to each other. Yeah. And and stuff like that. But, and that was kind of a good thing of having all the siblings too. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Share that together, together, that grief. The grief together. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of families, they have siblings. The siblings die the hood and just going to come by and sit here and they're going back to their life. Yeah. They and don't get close. They don't, they're not close. And that's bad not to be close. Even if you've got a good friend and you raised with them. They'll f you will love them. A lot of people, I say, I say, if you be around a person, you grow to love them. Yes. Not like, only like them, but to love them. Yes. That's how I look at um, Virgil. 
looking yeah. like a brother because it's been like over twenty years worth of friendship. Yeah, you would grow to you would grow to love them. Now you can have a sister, or brother, and they live up north, and you live in the south. You might visit, but you ain't gonna be that close. Yeah, that closeness. Yeah, like it would if your friend lived next door in the town, and That's you true. are with them all the time. Yeah, you will grow closer to that person, although they're not blood kin. Then you would the blood kin. Now, that's why my mom would always want us to be raised together. We, she said, when you're raised together, you feel like sisters and brothers. Yeah. But if you're not raised together, you don't feel like sisters and brothers. Yeah, I can see. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. I said, y'all, yeah, I remember all those things that we have done together and run and played and got in trouble and didn't get in trouble, go to church and, and switch and switch up and tease each other. <laughs> now, those things you always remember. Yeah. And like my classmates, I'm very close to my classmates. Mm -hmm. And we graduated in 68, but we are close classmates. We always was. We are called and talk to each other and tease each other right on. But a lot of classmates, when they got out of school, they didn't look back. That's how I am. But, you know, I'm very close. A lot of my classmates, I'm, I'm, I'm still close to them. Yeah, yeah. I'm very close to them. And we still tease and, and still tease each other and call each other. But a lot of classmates don't do that. That's true. That is true. We started like that in first grade. And y'all still have class reunions. We have class reunions. And one gets sick, you go, they going to call. And yeah, everybody going to know. Everybody going to know because <laughs> when we get through calling around, everybody going to know. <laughs> yes, goodness. We like that. We was like that in first grade. Somehow, somebody fall down and scratch the knee, we be running up the hall. Ooh, one need to hurt that knee, child. Let's go see 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 about her. <laughs> that's how we was, and we was always like that. And we had eight boys that really clung to with us. They they was they went right on through school with us, and they were just as talkless as the girls, <laughs> and still talkless as the girls. Really? <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, goodness. I said, oh boy, I enjoyed my classmates, and I still love them and care for them. I'm telling you, but because uh, we see each other, although when we went out, we was out of school, but we see them in the cotton field, then we see them at church. School out one night, we wouldn't see them, because we still would be together. Yeah, yeah. In the cotton field? In the cotton field and in at church. You pick cotton? Yeah. Mm. Pick cotton, chop cotton, broke corn, pull fodder, cut cane. You Pick up all. potatoes. We did all of that. Slop hogs. And mm. tend to the cows. Did all of that. I'm glad I wasn't raised down there in that country. <laughs> oh, we had a good time. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give nothing for it. It was a good life. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It was for you, but I just couldn't imagine that life for me. Because, so, yeah, yeah. you know, all I know is city. Yeah, nah, but if you was dying, you I would, probably would have had the time of my life. Without time of your life. You would have enjoyed it. Just like the rest of us enjoyed it. 
Just like when the pea truck used to come by, pick them up to pick peas and do things. Child, you would get them, get dressed like you going to school, jump on the pea truck just to be with the people, just to enjoy it. We enjoyed our lives. You could go out, you could go to the game. You don't worry about being shot and beat up. Yeah. And yeah, well, you That's can walk. That you have to worry about now. Now nah, we we could walk the road. You could get together and give a, a people get a, people give a backyard party. People ain't even invited. They be back there in the yard <laughs> <laughs> because they stay in the neighborhood. When you have a backyard party, uh, the whole neighborhood's in it. And here comes somebody with a big old bowl of this, a big old bowl that you ain't even invited to the party, but you you come bring food. And they say, come on in here, child, put that down. And playing music and dancing, have a good time. But now you can't do that now. You can't even have a, when you get together, you got to be sort of particular because people come by and just shoot to be shooting. Yeah, that is true. No, we had all of that. We had fun. We had, it wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. Well, it just lately got real bad with that shooting. Yeah, it's getting real, real out of hand. Now. Out, it's getting out of hand. Because we went to school, we, 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 nobody going to come in school out shooting. You went to church, there wasn't nobody going to come in no church shooting. Mm-hmm. When you get home, you was home. Now, you may, they may shoot to a club or something like that, but they, they didn't shoot. Once you got home, that was your safe haven. Yeah, yeah. Church, the church was your safe haven. Right. Uh, school was your safe haven. Your children were safe when they was in the school. But now they, they ain't safe nowhere. Nowhere. That's crazy. Nowhere. That's a lot of um, what I feel I missed out on because uh, it wasn't as bad for me growing up. Uh-huh. People still randomly did shootings uh-huh. when I was growing up. I, was, I didn't want to get shot for trying to go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. I made my own fun. Going to clubs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I didn't really do. Well, you, you could just feel a weekend coming when we was young. You wanted to get out, get to the club, and on Sunday afternoon, I just go to that ball game, sit up on top of the cars and have fun and yeah. stuff. It may be a fist fight every now and then. That's all. Not no, no shooting. shooting. Yeah. Not nobody shooting up four or five people, shooting up people's cars and stuff. Mm. You, didn't, you didn't have that. Yeah. You could bring your little children, little children be running around out there playing. But now, yeah. you can't do nothing. You can't even let children in the yard to play. Because they might get shot. shot. Yeah. You can't even be in their own yard. Uh, uh, see, they don't, they, 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 they're bound in. You got to be looking behind your back. And when you're in the store, you got to be looking. You can't hide a shot for looking for somebody to come in shooting. You can't do anything like that anymore. I'm telling you, they need to get rid of the guns. Yeah, yeah. At least do, like, better background checks for the people that they let get them. I don't even think the background check going to do any good. Because if you got a good background... You buy a gun, somebody steal your gun. Yeah. That's what most of the young people have is stolen guns. Yeah. It's not guns that they buy. Or either they go to those gun uh, fails and buy them right on the spot. Because yeah. if they're having it at night, 
Nobody background don't go through there that quick by night. You right, you right. But if they want that money, they sell that gun to that young that person. Yeah. You can order them the same way. You can, yeah. So it's the, actually so much easier now to uh, get guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in Georgia, you, know, you can have a gun as long as you ain't got it showing. You you don't even go to jail. Yeah. So they said it's right for everybody to have a gun. And well, I agree with that because since they're doing all the shooting, everybody needs something to defend itself with. Yeah, they do. <laughs> now, that's the part I, I do agree. Because if, if, if everybody else going to have a gun, look like I should have a gun to, where I could, could defend myself in my home. Yeah, yeah. Cause... But that, that's, that's the wrong thing for him to say. Everybody shouldn't have no gun. Because some people don't know what to do with a gun. They don't it know. It has been a whole lot more shooting since they had, had that change laws. And see, some of them don't even know what to do with a gun. Don't know what the purpose of a gun. Most young people don't even know what the purpose of a gun. And I mean, they kill more people now than they do animals. When yeah. I came along, they was killing animals. They go hunt deer. Bells and stuff like that. I guess but, they got bored with that. Now they want to shoot people. Now they are shooting people. And when they start drafting the people to, to in the army, the guys in the army, they just out there in the street shooting. Mm. I think if the if they start the draft back, I think they would dislike gun lists. They would dislike that. They go over and see all that killing when they get home. They wouldn't want to shoot nobody else. Mm-mm. Because it's just too much killing. They're killing children. And, I mean, they, they're putting ch- children be in school. They're getting killed. It, and a, a lot of teenagers are getting killed. Mm-hmm. And that don't even make sense. We shouldn't. You, you don't know how to aim. You don't know how to shoot a target. While you shoot in a crowd, you mean to kill one person, one person, and kill several people. Yeah, because a bullet don't have a name it, on it. It don't. In the mall, they said if you see somebody that you got a dislike for, and they well on the other side of the mall, upstairs, and you on the other side, and people in between you, why are you shooting at that person? Yeah. That bullet gonna hit the first thing it get to. Yeah, exactly. It ain't gonna go over the other person's head and go direct to that person. Yeah, it don't work like it that. It don't work that way. Kill the little children, anybody. So, and some of them haven't even practiced, but in their backyard shooting. Yeah. They don't have no knowledge of the gun. Right. They don't really know what they're doing. doing. They're just doing something. They just, just got a gun and just shoot. Yeah. And I think that's wrong. But that's the way they want it. Yeah. They need to stop letting some people own guns. A lot of people. Just like you have a grown, a grown person have a gun. The child about 13 to 14, they can break it. You can put a lock on your gun and leave it at home. That child 13, 14, they can break that lock. Yeah. And they could be sitting there watching you and unlock it easily. Easily. And then 
the, the parents is in trouble because they got a gun. And the parents want a gun because everybody's shooting and they, they want to protect the family. And because the children now is not controlled. We used to be controlled. And we, if our parents told us, do not touch this, do not do this, we did not do that because we was controlled. Yeah. But now, the, everybody want to raise your child but you. Yeah. And when we was coming up, we got whoopings, and we also was taught to. You, oh, don't holler at that child. You make them nervous. Uh, my mama raised her voice. We know she mean business. Exactly. Now they they telling they telling you they go they they go to counsel counsel and tell tell you. You are just upsetting the child by just calling them. You got to have a certain voice to call them. Don't yell at them. Don't do this. That's not right. If your child are doing something wrong and you calling them back and, and your voice at a certain tone, you know that your parents are displeased with you. Yeah, that's right. Even little children, when they get up and start walking, if you have stuff on the table if, if, and they picking up. You tell them, you got to say a certain way to tell them to put it down. And you mean to put it down. But if you say, baby, put it down. They ain't going to respond to that. They going to throw it. Yeah. I said, but if you call their name and tell them to put it down, they'll put it down. But you got to raise your voice. And, and, and some people don't believe that. But I worked with... Mental ill people, and I worked around young people, raised a lot, been around a lot of children, and your voice controlled them. Yeah. The way you talk. The way you talk to them. To, to them. But it's they a certain way you just say a certain, certain word. word. Mm -hmm. But they don't want you to talk to them now. They don't want you to, to punish them. They, you, they don't want you to whoop them. They don't want you to raise your voice at them. So what do you supposed to do to them? Right. That's why half of them out here killing each other now. That is the reason why. Because I got beat. I mean, not like beat, abused. You got spanked. Yeah, I got whoopings. Whoopings. And I got plenty of whoopings. I'm not dead. Right. And my mind, I got a good mind. You do. And a good so I, That don't do nothing. Oh, that make the child uh, uh, have a problem. No. They're not whooping them, they're causing them to have a problem. And because you could talk to them till you blew in the mm -hmm. face. Once they know you're not mm -hmm. going to do anything to them. If you don't have control yeah. over the child, yep. it's nothing that you can do. If you got to start with them when they're little. Because once they get around 9 and 10, I said even 8, those children are getting out of control. Yeah. And I tell, tell them, I tell a lot of people, I say, take your children to church when they're little. I say, take them with you. I say, every time I went to church, I went to certain places, my son was with me. I say, because if you don't make them go when they're little, when they get grown, there you, go, go. you go in there and open their door, uh, get them get ready to go to church. I ain't got no church. And or, so, also, 
they don't know how to conduct themselves so, in places. Places. Like, they, if you always leaving a child at home, they don't know how to act hey, in public. when they go out, especially yeah. with you, they don't know how to act. Yeah. So, I got tired of telling the mother and the father, they should take their children with them. Let them learn how to act in certain places. But they don't. Most teenagers now, they don't. They don't care that you're... And then another thing, they don't let them read. They don't. They can't count because they're always in in a phone or in on a computer. The computer is controlling them. And when they walk away from the computer, they can't think for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Cause most children, you can you can ask them the timetable. They look at you like, what is that? I can't believe they took cursive handwriting out of school. That's right. They can't write. You can't read the writing. Like you, you don't know how to sign your name and stuff. Now? No, no, because they don't. They, they did. They take the. They, they took the courtesy out of school. I, I hope they still letting them learn how to print, learn to, how to make a letter. It looks like everything is on computers and on, iPads and stuff now. On computers. But I think they still do some writing. It's just they took the cursive out. And I don't know why. And I think that's not good that they took it out. Uh, but cursive writing is a good because a, my handwriting still isn't the best. Mm -hmm. But my handwriting was horrible before I learned how to write in cursive. Mm -hmm. Once I learned how to write in cursive, my print handwriting got better. Better. Mm -hmm. And another thing, they, they, they don't, I mean, a long time ago we used to write letters. They went to stop writing letters and got on to the phone. Now they don't got on from the phone and start texting. They, they don't even hear each other's voice anymore. They're getting where they don't know each other's voice. Yeah. And see, that's why I tell people, I say, you're not, they're not close as they used to be. Because when you was on the phone, you could hear their voice. Yeah. But now, through texting, you don't hear people's voice. And if you ain't see them and if you don't grow up with them, you wouldn't know that you wouldn't even know that their voice if they call you. That's how people can slim slam people because they're not close. Yeah, you can't pick up their voices and stuff. Uh -huh. yeah, you're right. Because most of all my sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews, uh, when they call me on the phone, I know their voice. Yeah. You know, you know each other's voice. That's true. But if you take some people all the time. You don't know their voice. Because you're not hearing their voice. And I think they should go back to doing a whole lot of those things. Like talking on the phone. Like learning how to write in courtesy. Uh-huh. And learning how to read. And spell. But spelling. The phone correct your spelling. And that's another thing. That is a major issue. People, how to put it? You write autocorrect. The phone corrects it for you, you. but it don't always be the right word. Uh -huh. Like the word won't. Uh -huh. The contraction, rather, won't or uh -huh. will not. It won't spell that out. It will spell out the word want. W-A-N-T. So I use that word a lot. You could it'll say I won't go uh -huh. instead of saying I won't go. Uh -huh. Like it's not incorrect. 
in the spelling, but uh, it's incorrect in the tense you're using it. Using in. It. It's a lot of that going on. So you have a major <laughs> point about that. And they have so many slangs, so much. Uh, we had shorthanded, but they have their own way of shorthanded. Yeah. And 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 and, and that's not. I don't think that's proper because everybody don't know your way of shorthand. That's true. And but when we were doing shorthand, it was in the book, and everybody learned the same shorthand. So I think there's a lot of things that they need to go back for the children to learn, because if 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 the, when the lights go out or when things go out, they're handicapped. Yeah, because. You can't use your electronic stuff. You, you can't use your electronic stuff. And I try to tell, like I was telling the young lady in the hospital, I said, I don't care how good the machine is, you have to run the machine. I said, a machine, I said, if a person, I'll use this sample, if a person IV is in their arm, if, if it filtrates, that pump is not going to cut off. It's going to steadily run it in there. Mm -hmm. Because cause a person going to have to come cut it off. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Said, you go, I said, that's the same way by uh, any machine. The machine only do what man tell it to do. That's true. And, and what they program it to do. Yeah. I said, don't have a mind of it on. Like, oh, I made a mistake. I'm gonna correct that yeah, machine. Don't work like that. Machine don't do that because yeah. it don't think. Because it wasn't programmed to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, see, a, a a person is made to think. Yes. If you make a mistake, you can stop it right then. Yeah. I said, but a machine don't. It's gonna keep on going. Keep on going. Yeah. Until somebody come there and program it or stop it. That's right. And so that's what I be telling young people. I said. There was this, I said, yes, machines are good, but machines only can do what man make it to do. Yep. And they 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 don't seem like to understand that. They they they're thinking that machine can do anything you want. If the, if you don't have the information in the machine and you put in to the computer, you can't get it out. Yeah. If the man, if man haven't programmed that in there, you can't get it out of the machine. You can't. You can't. Machine don't think. It does not. They're trying to get them there. They're trying to get them where they'll think, but they don't think. Yeah, yeah. And some people don't think properly. A lot of people don't think properly. They, they don't think properly. They don't have common sense. Common sense that's why all this killing. Because yeah. come and say, if they do it, they wouldn't go in there and, and kill all them people. Uh, yes, that's what it is. So we got to start back thinking. And we got to start back caring for each other. And watching over each other. That's true. That's real. That is real. People, yeah, people just really don't care anymore about uh -uh. each other. They don't. Everything is so selfish. Mm-hmm. It's only they way. Yeah. And that is bad. You're supposed to love each other. And look out for each other. And care for each other. You done? 
You don't just put the wait. Catherine. What Shanties? <laughs> you supposed to you supposed to close it out. Like it was I was telling a friend at work, like, I just want my auntie to be on the podcast and I'ma just let her talk because I love it. And she always has something to talk about. She could tell you because she remembers from so far back. She remembers so much stuff. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of information. And that's what I did. I just recorded you and let you talk. It was lovely. I enjoyed it. But she said she's done now. So we're going to end it here. Yes, I do another talk on the family. But I enjoyed this one. And thank you so okay. much. All right. Mm-hmm.